Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show, and I'm your host, Ron Johnson. Looking forward to today's show. We got Roy Williams on, former Cowboy Hall of Fame, college Hall of Famer. He's going to join us later in the Hangover Ron Johnson segment to talk about these Cowboys and uh, what he likes about Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. He'll let us know. But the Vikings, there's something sneaky going on right now. Uh, it's all about where you have to play the games. Where you play the games matters so, so, sometimes more than who you play. We'll explain next in the Ron Johnson Show. Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Ron Johnson. It's a nice snowy day in Minnesota. I hope everyone is driving safe because we know, I don't know why Minnesotans get so confused when it starts to snow. Like I, I did too. So I don't know what's our problem. Uh, maybe we were so happy with the nice weather. We didn't really understand what was going on and uh, it's not good. But when the snow came, I too was confused. I too had to second guess, like I got to get my boots out. I got to dress warmer. I got to put my winter coat on because I hadn't put that on in a while. Got to put hats. You know, I didn't put my gloves on today and I had to run back in the house and grab some gloves. So I don't know why Minnesotans weren't ready. But you know what you can get ready for? January football. And in January football, I mean, now if you're playing the Arizona Cardinals, if you're playing the uh, Miami Dolphins, if you're, if you're going out to play the Los Angeles Rams, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, which they're not going to be there, but sometimes that's okay. But where you play sometimes matters more than who you play. And I talked about that earlier in the open. But before we get into that, you can now find Locked On Sports Minnesota on Amazon Fire and Roku. Just download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app to get all your favorite shows. When you go to the Roku TV, boom, turn it on. Go to your search apps. Search. Put in Locked On Sports Minnesota. Boom. Download us. We'll be right there in the little box. Now you can scroll and find us. Find all of our shows. Simple and easy. You can sit back, get your workout in, sit on your Peloton, do whatever you do. Ride the bike, lift weights, do abs, and let us take you through your morning. But as I bring my uh, producer in, Sam Ekstrom, Sam, last night, the Philadelphia Eagles lost to the Washington Commanders. For those that don't know, Taylor Heineke, his team uh, put on the chains onto Taylor Heineke, the diamond out chains. I don't know what happened after because I didn't watch the whole video because it's, it's corny, it's cringy. Kirk's was more authentic. This now is just because, like, and then I see the, uh, the, the, the commander's fan saying, oh, Kirk who? What do you mean, Kirk who? He just beat you. Like, it's not a Kirk who. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Kirk who? Kirk the Kirk to just beat you. Yes, he was there. He did not want to be there. You guys didn't offer him a contract. So he didn't force his way out of Washington. He just went to Minnesota on a contract. Washington didn't offer him a contract. And then he puts on chains just trying to be himself in Minnesota after every game. Not just when he beat you guys. Every game he's done something. It wasn't. Washington specifically, but he did get a little bit looser in Washington. Buffalo, he did nothing. He's like, yeah, huh, all right, I've hit the mountaintop. <laughs> There's nothing else for me to do. Chains go to Patrick Peterson, and now Taylor Heineke wants to have a bush light and wear the chains. Why? Why? Like, uh, what is? What do they? What do they say, Sam? What's the saying? Like, mockery is the best, or uh, whatever. The, is the sincerest to... form of flattery, I think, is what you're looking. Yeah, for. like whatever. When you copy somebody, it's the sincerest form of flatter. Yeah, like. 
their imitation there it is imitation is the biggest form of flattery like yeah you can do whatever you want to do but you guys are loving what kirk cousins did i even saw a reporter from washington tweet you like that with the video of taylor heineke what what does that have to do what what is going on like you guys can't even celebrate right you're not even number one in your division you're like four and five or five and five at this point i don't know what their record is four and five maybe who knows like this is not a wear chains moment like you might not even make it the playoffs the vikings were doing that as a seven and one team i'm not going to go on about them because this is not the washington commander show but the eagles did lose it only takes one or two more games that means january football is played inside and it we can open the doors we're going to make it a little chilly but it's inside no weather nothing to affect kirk's ball Nothing to, 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 to mess with the receivers freezing cold, having to go to maybe an outdoor Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. It's all changed now. So I, I just think it, 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 it goes the way of the Vikings down the stretch because, but maybe the Eagles, this is what they needed because now they have a way to see like, we're not invincible. You know, they were reading their own headlines, doing their like pregame work, warm up stuff with the, you know, the, the, the clothing in the locker room. They're going, you know, Instagram stories in the locker room before the game. Like it's just just way too relaxed. Fat cats get slaughtered. And, and I think that's what happened. They came out flat. But I don't know, Sam, what do you think? Do you think the Vikings now have a chance to clinch home field throughout the playoffs? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I still think the Eagles might be at this point slightly better football team. But you know what, Ron? Yeah. We haven't seen Jalen Hurts play a full season at a high level yet. Mm -hmm. It's never happened. Um, quarterbacks that young and that impressionable, they can have uh, dips in their play. They'll have more inconsistencies. And yeah. while he does have all these weapons around him, what if his confidence gets shaken as the, the weather gets colder and the pressure mounts? Uh, how will they respond to this first loss? They do have the tiebreaker over Minnesota, Ron. So that, that's something that is going to linger over the rest of this season. But their schedule is not crazy easy. Like the Vikings have some, some hard games coming up. Eagles have to go to Indianapolis. Okay, they're going to be favored in that game, but it is on the road. Then the Packers. The Vikings are going to have to be Packers fans, Ron. I mean, there, there's sure. I know that there's a temptation to say, hey, we want to clinch the division before December, but you need to be cheering for Green Bay on November 27th at Philadelphia in primetime. And then they play the Titans, and then they play the Giants. Their next four games are hard. If the Vikings come out of the next four-game stretch as the number one seed, then I feel pretty good about them finishing that off and clinching that number one seed because, Ron, only one team gets the bye. And if you get the bye, it's like winning a playoff game for free and you get to rest. Um, Minnesota needs to go all in to try to get that now. Yeah, and there's the thing about the Eagles down the stretch. When you look at their schedule, um, it's not an easy one. And for this fact, they are in the bottom half of the league as far as rushing defense where the Vikings are in the top half. The Eagles have given up almost 1,200 yards on the ground and almost four, almost five yards a carry. They're like 4.7, 4.8 yards a carry. When you look at the teams they're going to play that do run the ball and run the ball well, they got, well, mm, coach, we don't know what they're going to be. But you got the Packers. We know Aaron Jones can run the ball. We know that's what Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur want to do best. And they're going to the Eagles on a night game. So it's probably going to be a little chilly in Philly. And you know the Packers are going to want to run the ball. You got the Titans. They're a run-the-ball team. You got the Giants, a run-the-ball team. You got the Bears now, a run-the-ball team with a quarterback who's figured it mm -hmm. out. 
a quarterback in Justin Fields who's figured it out. Then you got the Cowboys, another team who probably will have Zeke back by December 24th, Christmas Eve. The Cowboys could ruin the Eagles Christmas and that rivalry. You know they want to do it. You know they want to do it because if they know if we beat the Eagles, we give the Vikings now the home field, they're going to want to do that. They want to knock them down a peg. And then you got the Saints. I don't know what the Saints are going to be because who knows what their injury situation is going to look like then. So you can't really go there. But then you got the Giants again with Saquon Barkley. Like, they're going to have to go through one, two, three, four, five teams out of the next seven that are heavy run teams. Heavy run. Out of the next eight, sorry. Heavy run. Five out of the next eight are heavy run teams. The Saints, never know what you're going to get out of them. Coach, who knows what they are. But those others, like, and then the coach, uh, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, can't worry about the Colts. But when you look at those Jonathan other Taylor, ones, I mean, yeah. So like, but the Colts. This is why I say that about the Colts. I don't think they know what they are. Like, they don't know their identity. Uh, that that right. game they won against the Raiders. The Ve- the Vegas Raiders lost that game themselves. Like, it is just terrible play call and terrible clock execution. Derek Carr does not look good. It looks like he's overthinking trying to get the ball to Devontae Adams. Uh, the the early project didn't work for either. Didn't work for the Packers to lose Devontae, and it didn't work for the Raiders to take Devontae. Like he should have stayed with the Packers. Packers should have found a way to keep him because it did not work. It, it, it's not working right now, at least for either. But when you look at this Bears, that's that's where this gets intriguing, where the Bears could actually have to help the Vikings. And, and if you watch, I mean, honestly, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, the the way these two RPO offenses are run, it's going to be watching like mirror image offenses that game. Like, that's a December 18th game at noon that a lot of people are like, huh, Eagles are going to run through the Bears. Bears suck. Bears have figured it out now. The Bears are like, wait a minute. I don't know what we've been doing, but we need to let this guy be himself. Like, be Jalen Hurts. You know, be Josh Allen. Josh Allen runs the ball a ton. Be Josh Allen. Like, hey, go get, a, go get it if you see it. Quarterback design draw. Like, be Lamar Jackson. Like, that's, that's the problem with some teams. Is they, don't, they overthink it. They don't do what they should do. And now they realize, it. like, look, we, are, we have a good run game. Now we have a great run game with our quarterback because he's a guy that you have to account for. You don't account for him. He's out. You account for him. We're going to pass the ball over the top of your head once you, once you try to sit and spy on him. So the Eagles could easily lose two to three of these games. And the Vikings, if they lose two, that makes the Vikings a one-game lead or half game. I don't know how they do it when you lose to the team, but you've won a game more than them. But they have the lead. That means the Vikings would have lost three. The Eagles would have lost four. Because I think the Giants, Cowboys, and between the Titans, Packers, and Bears, one of those teams I think are going to get them. Like, I feel like there's three losses coming down the pike for them. Whereas the, the Vikings, I really only see two. Where you play sometimes matters more than who you play in the playoffs. That crowd, that noise, Jalen Hurts won't be able to hear. He can't make the checks. He can't do the things he likes to do. We saw him last night getting able to make the checks, getting up to the line of scrimmage, being able to change stuff, being able to have time. You're not going to have that time with the way the 3-4 defense is now playing. And Sam, I'll leave you this before we jump into to the Roy Williams, yeah. uh, hanging with Roy Williams, coming up next on the Ron Johnson Show. If the Vikings get home field advantage, and even if they lose, does Kevin O'Connell deserve coach of the year? Yes, I think so. I think people were giving it to Dable early on. 
But now that the Vikings are eight and one, they beat they beaten the Bills. How do you not? How do you not give it to Kevin O'Connell at this point? Um, you know, Mike McDaniel is also making a run at it, Ron, and and that's going to be. There are some some good teams that have kind of taken it to the next level in Miami and New York. So the Vikings are going to have to fend off those two teams, I think, for KOC to get it. But um, I think he's the front runner today. Ask me again in two months, but I think he's the front runner today. Yeah, Sam, you're right. And, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to down the stretch. Like, we know, unless all hell breaks loose, this is a playoff team. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with these. I mean, these coaches early on, they're making this thing exciting. But Kevin O'Connell, clearly the voice matters. Same team, I feel like. Pretty much the same team. But the voice matters. But remember, people, when you subscribe to Locked On Sports Minnesota, you're getting endless Vikings talk with local experts. Subscribe to the free Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast feed wherever you find your podcast, or you can find our videos on Locked On Sports Minnesota's YouTube channel. And we have a word from our sponsors. Before we get to Roy Williams, I'm going to tell you about betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. The Cowboys started as favorites in this game at Minnesota. That was kind of a head-scratcher. It's down from Cowboys minus two to Cowboys minus one, over under 47 and a half. You can get that line and plenty more. Check out the, the Eagles' upcoming lines, the Packers' upcoming lines, and try to get a feel for how the Vikings are going to pass Philadelphia for that number one seed, how they're going to win the division. Uh, Packers favored at home against the Titans by three this weekend. It's not just NFL, but NCAA football, NCAA basketball, NBA, UFC boxing and golf as well at Bet Online. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And now as a part of the show I love is Hanger Ron Johnson. And today, of course, you know it's Cowboys week. So we had to hit up Roy Williams. We are going to have a Vikings alumni people, so don't worry. I got Randall McDaniel, former Vikings offensive lineman, coming on to talk about this offensive line play. But I had to check in with my boy Roy. There's a few reasons why. One, Roy Williams is getting inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. And I don't know about you, but when you have a friend that's do, doing things that big, I mean, I know LeVar, I know Roy, and then Roy kind of just told me, Champ Bailey, Mike Doss, Michael Crabtree. I mean, that's a ridiculous group of guys that, I mean, I feel old now because I think back to uh, Hall of Fame college guys I knew growing up, and now I'm like, damn, we're their age now. So, yep, we're, we're in our 40s. We're getting old. I uh, got the gray beard, but I want to want to bring my boy Roy into the show. Roy, appreciate you joining me on the Ron Johnson <laughs> show, man. Uh, I tell the story all the time, man. Like I met you when I met you. Like I was like, man, this is this is a guy like I'm a, I'm gonna end up hanging out with because uh, I think you were top five pick in the NFL. Uh, we get to the hotel, uh, you know. I knew you of, of the highlights, like I knew the Roy Williams highlights and all of the, the big plays, and uh, we're hanging out, and all of a sudden, you know. Roy comes out the room in a robe. And at that moment, I'm like, this this guy here, this is a guy I can hang out with. Like, you got all these other rookies, you know, Clinton Portis, myself, TJ Duckett, who we're going to get on the show later as well. TJ hit us up. Um, and all of us, you know, we're trying to dress to impress because we're like, man, like, we're in L.A. You never know what you're going to see. And Roy's like, man, look, I'm rocking this robe, man. And, and ever since then, like, we went to the Super Bowl – uh, you know, yeah. hung out in the Super Bowl a couple of times down in the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. So, like, just, just getting to be around Roy's in energy, you guys will find out soon. This guy's a great guy. But, Roy, let's jump out there, man. You're inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. 
And when you think about all the greats that have come before you, man, like what did that feel like to get that call? I, I'm still numb to it because I've never been about me. So it, it's tough to, I mean, I'm, I'm a SEPT award, don't get that wrong, but it's tough <laughs> to really be like, nah, I, I'm still in disbelief, honestly. And I mean, to think about it, it's been like, five, what what they say, it's like 5.6 million players that played in college football and only like 1,058 have been inducted in the College Hall of Fame. So it's, it's, it's still mind blowing. Uh, but I'm, I'm very fortunate, um, that I'm able to receive this, this honor. Um, and yes, I mean, literally I'm the 23rd, um, recipient to go into the college hall of fame for the university of Oklahoma. So Michael Jordan was my favorite player. So going 23 is pretty cool to me too. So it's, it's an honor, (laughs) man. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I have, I have no, I mean, I have no regrets or, I mean, no complaints basically because this is this is a dope honor yeah and uh I, I got a chance to see you know i talked to lavar a little bit and you know i saw his his videos he posted uh seeing some of the lockers set up down there and <laughs> and as i started to look at those names and all the stuff i'm like man that's that's crazy like you know playing with you guys playing against you guys like i told lavar the same deal like that whole week getting ready to play against lavar both times but definitely the year they were number two in the country i think it was a senior year it was like the most mind boggling. Like I was like, I told my coach, like, I'm not running the slant. Like if this dude is standing up in a four, three defense, I'm not running this. Like you can cancel that. We're running hitches. We're running out routes. We're running goals. Like we are not running the slant. Cause I saw this dude decapitate four to five people. And so I'm oh, like, man, there's no up. way you're sending me across the middle if we don't need to go. Uh, but no, man, I'm proud of you excited uh, for that. You know, Thank I know you. you got a bunch of stuff going on. But let's talk a little bit about, I see the jersey. I, I saw you. Had, I saw your Instagram. You got the man cave almost set to go. Uh, but you got yeah. your jersey up behind you. And, and the Pro Bowl, when you look at the Pro mm-hmm. Bowl players, you know, you, you got you, Ed Reed, you know, Sean Taylor, all the guys, you know, defensive backs that have been there come before you, Champ Bailey. Uh, what's some of those memories that you have from Hawaii uh, of, of just being a player down there? Honestly, the, the camaraderie of just – the AFC and NFC just coming together, just just talking and just talking shop, you know. And it's, I mean, there's, I hate. I mean, I can say I hate. I I think it's a disappointment that the current guys are being robbed of that true experience of being the. It's a privilege and an honor to be able to know you get to fly over to Hawaii because you have been selected in the the top class of. I mean, the top class of top athletes to go play in Hawaii. And now it's, I mean, they, they pick different destinations within the, you know, the, um, the U S but it's, I feel like that these guys are missing the, and they're getting robbed of being able to take that free all expense paid trip to Hawaii. And, but the, my most memorable moments were just allowing friends and family to come down and meet all the other players that they get to watch on the, on the on TV, as well as me. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of those guys that I got to meet, and awesome. I mean, like, dude, you're you're in Hawaii, sipping pina coladas. Everybody else drinking, <laughs> I don't drink. But I mean, it's just it's 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 just those moments that you get to hold on to. I mean, I got a um, right over over my shoulder. I have Mike uh, Michael Vick's Pro Bowl cleats, you know. And then I got my Pro Bowl jerseys behind me. 
Um, I got Ed, Ed Reed's helmet up top um, from the Pro Bowl, and I got his Pro Bowl jersey from 2004. But, I mean, those are just the moment. I mean, and I got some – a lot. All my basically all the helmets that are in my man cave are from Pro Bowl, and I actually had a, a family member reach out to me like, man, why you got so many damn uh, – Eagles helmet song, forget them. And I'm like, man, I got those at the Pro Bowl. I mean, stop, come on. The, come, stop the hate. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I'm I, I've, I'm very fortunate, man. I, I know, like, Pro Bowl was awesome. And just to being able to just, just, it's, I can't even say this anymore because it's not in Hawaii, but I was going to say, anybody that's listening, current guys that go into, go, that go to the Pro Bowl, don't give your hotel room number out because <laughs> veterans are gonna, the veterans are going to bill your room for every and anything that they order. So, but you can't even do that now. So, right? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many great memories for sure. No, yeah, no, I definitely know that. I wasn't ever. Uh, I got a chance to go because Ed Reed uh, took a bunch of us down, uh, and I think we had like eight Pro Bowlers that one year. I think 2003 or four. Uh, this is my second or my third year. We had like a lot and. Uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Hartwell, Ed Reed, uh, Jonathan Ogden, uh, Jamal Lewis. So they had so many, they were all like reaching out to everybody on the team. Like, hey man, whoever wants to go, I got the ticket for you. Just show up to the airport. And this was before, you know, all the crazy, you know, times now where everything's yeah. on your cell phone and all that. Like you actually had to show up and get a ticket <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah. And you just get, you know, just, hey, your name's at the deal. Go to the counter. My name's up. So-and-so put me up. Boom, you're good to go. Uh, but when you look at, this this game, you know, we got to talk about Cowboys Vikings. Cowboys uh, yep. coming into this are favorites. Like even though they lost to the Packers, uh, they're favorites to beat the Vikings, uh, and, and partially due to maybe people still don't completely trust this eight and one Vikings team. Uh, but when you think about Trayvon Diggs, uh, you you think about you know Ceedee Lamb, all all the things that this Dallas Cowboy teams bring. Uh, is there a part of you? Because I saw Skip Bayless, I know what he thinks. Is there a part of you that wonders? <laughs> If the Cooper Rush train had kept going, you know, would it would would they have gone unscathed, or is this Dak's team? And hey, Cooper, thanks for your help. Um, I mean, it is Dak's team, and as a backup or the next man up mentality, Cooper Rush did his job. You know, yeah. his job security is set. <laughs> you know, yeah. So true. he 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 did he did he did his job. You know, he he led the team. When starting QB one uh, went down, he came in and had a a great run. Dax back in, um, you know. Yesterday they were moving the ball well, and then they kind of they kind of halted in the fourth quarter. Um, hell, just three more points, they they win the game. You know, <laughs> so I mean, it's yeah. like God dang. Um, but I mean, it's I'm I'm shocked that the Cowboys are favorite, honestly, because I mean. Uh, the Vikings. I'm I'm giggling because I'm thinking about uh, Kirk Cousins' video on the plane. I'm like, I just can't get that vision out my head. I just can't. I cannot. <laughs> it's classic. I love that QB man. He is awesome. Um, but I I don't I just don't I don't I can't I don't understand how the Cowboys are ahead, our favorite. Um, because I mean the Vikings, man. You know, um, they are literally like they're balling. All aspects yeah. of the game, you know, creating turnovers. Uh, Peterson had a phenomenal game yesterday. Um, offense is moving the ball. I mean, Jefferson with that one-handed catch. Yee, that was awesome. I have a strong feeling that it's going to be a tough game for the Cowboys. Let's just say that. 
And when you look at this defense, you know, for, from a from a Vikings fan's perspective, like Micah Parsons, uh, you know, Trayvon Diggs, when you look at that defense, though, as a whole, and they create havoc. I mean, let's, let's be real. They are one of the best mm -hmm. defenses in the NFL right now. Uh, what makes them so good? Like, what makes them tick? Um, I, I would say uh, Micah Parsons is a heartbeat. Um, he gets, mm -hmm. he gets, and you know, you, you just need that one guy to either make that big hit or make that big sack to energize everybody. And Micah Parsons is that guy for the Cowboys, as well as Diggs too. Diggs is a phenomenal um, uh, corner, man. He's, he's, and he puts up stats, but I would say it gets going with Micah Parsons. And I, I'm, I'm still, <laughs> I'm, I keep reverting back to this Packer game because I don't understand the thought process of why they were playing Micah Parsons at like a backer, which he can play it by all means. But I mean, when it comes to, you know, getting stuff done, you got to put that guy on the edge or put your best player and just cut him loose, you know? And it was just, it was weird seeing him playing the linebacker position and rushing and all that, because I mean, don't, I mean, I felt they were, they were handcuffing him and not letting him just roam free. And so, I mean, I don't know. That's just my two cents on that, even though you didn't ask for it. <laughs> and looking at this team, I mean, you know, we were hoping, and we'll see, Anthony Barr might play, but it looks like he's out. Um, you know, you do have J. Ron Curse, who's a former Vikings player as well. But with, like you said, putting, you know, he's a sound backer in Micah Parsons, but he does get up to the quarterback better than anybody, uh, you know, that's been around in a while. But when you, when you look at Demarcus Lawrence, um, and, you know, Vander Ash feel like he's been in the league forever. Uh, how can they, you know, get to Kirk Cousins? Because I think that's been the key with most teams. Only one, which is the Eagles. Um, but getting to Kirk Cousins is the key to slowing this Vikings team down because he's not a guy that's going to run. Uh, how can the Cowboys get after Kirk? Um, I mean, it's – you guys are doing a – I'm like – you guys are doing a great job protecting Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's why he's over there with 18,000 chains around his neck wrapping <laughs> on the plane because <laughs> he he ain't getting touched. You know what I mean? He's I mean, he's flying high. You know, he's doing that Mike Jones. Uh, um, but Or Jim Jones, Jim Jones, Jim Jones. But um, I, I I would say they're going to have to mix some, uh, mix some stuff up, be creative in their blitzes or their blitz packages. Um, they're going to have to, you know, the the back end, the defensive guys are going to have to have some coverage sacks uh, as far as locking them up. But it's going to be tough, man. I mean, you guys have a great core of receivers, mm -hmm. tight end, Mr. Dalvin Cook. He's running the hell out of the ball. I mean, you guys create so many different uh, mismatches. Um, we're just going to have to stay consistent and play fundamentally sound for, you know, all 60 minutes of the game. And I, I don't know um, if we're going to be able to do that with the firepower that you guys have. It's going to be tough. Is it doable? Yeah. Yes, it is doable, but it is going to be hard. It's a tall task. You brought up Justin Jefferson and looking at your safeties, you got Donovan Wilson, you got J. Ron Curse, like we know, Vikings guy, and Malik Hooker. If, if, if you're in that safety room and that DB room and you know you guys are getting ready for Justin Jefferson, what kind of mentality would you have with that group going into this game? <laughs> Get deep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just a kid. Get deep. Dog. Just get, keep everything in front of you. Just, just make the tackle. <laughs> just, I'm a safety. I'm getting deep. So, um, I mean, literally, that's 
I mean, you just got to, you got to respect, you got to respect the deep ball, um, try to keep everybody in front. I mean, just like, literally, I am looking at the mismatches. If I'm a safety, I'm looking at mismatches and I know which corners, um, I know there's, I know their weaknesses. So if I know that, you know, Jefferson's on, um, Diggs, I know that I'm a, you know, I know Diggs will play over the top strong, but I'm going to be looking for shorter routes to try to help out on. Um, to try to, you know, I mean, hell, in today's game, you can't even tackle really. So I would say impose punishment, you know, on the it's a penalty. It's a penalty if you hit them. So, um, so it's a little uh, tough. I told Sam, uh, I said, Roy, I know Roy, I know Roy. Roy is going to try to impose his will on that receiver early in the game. You have to. So you he have knows. to. <laughs> this is going to be a long, you can't do that. So, um, it's just gonna it's gonna be tough because then you got um Thielen, you know, he's a uh I mean he can he can go deep, but I mean he's a specialist in that in that slot, you know, being very yeah. crafty and getting open. So um like Vander Vander Esch is gonna have to get in the you know, he's gonna have to read, you know, get in that passing lane. So it's just Minnesota creates so many mismatches, it's it's gonna be guys are going to have to execute their game plan on the Dallas side to try to stop them. And I, I, it's, it's going to be a tall task. They can do it, but it's, it's going to be tough. Daily three coming up with Roy Williams. Stick around for that. But first I got to tell you about Bilt's new reimagined flavors. Built bar is now delivering cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar and coconut brownie topper, including white chocolate, peppermint granola, uh, their new, granola bar that is more filling and more insanely tasty hey and candy cane brownie puff that sounds delectable for the holiday season if you haven't tried built make sure you do as fast as you can they're the best tasting uh, protein bars ever built revolutionizing nutrition with 100 percent real chocolate 17 ish grams of protein depending on the bar and only 130 calories sink your teeth into that it'll change your life Built, you got to try this and get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. 15% off your order right now using the code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Remember, you can now find Locked On Sports Minnesota on Amazon Fire and Roku. Just go to your TV, find the app, download it. It's Locked On Sports Minnesota. Nice little app. You'll get all of our videos, all of our shows. You can see the pretty faces. You can see Roy's new man cave. Who would want to see that? <laughs> but we got coming up next, the Daily Three. Well, Roy, you talked about it earlier. Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson. The game was one of the best games in NFL history. Everybody's already talking about it. Pat McAfee, you got ESPN, you got Shannon Sharp. Everybody's talking about it every all day. Like every station I turn to, it's the Buffalo Bills Vikings game. And people are saying, you know, between the Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, uh, and then you got the Bills and Chiefs really in the AFC. Those are the kind of the early NFL Super Bowl favorites as far as getting to the nfc and afc championships but when you think about that those two receivers specifically because we know pat mahomes is receivers we know cd lamb and we'll talk about him but can you remember a game that you went into or that you were just a part of where you're like these two receivers on both sides this is about to be crazy (laughs) yes i mean there's i've been fortunate enough to play against some greats i got to play against Rice and uh, T.O. and Randy Moss and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, So, yeah, I mean, 
you can say, um, I think Tara Owens and maybe Brandon Lloyd were on the same team at, at one time. And then um, I don't know who was on the other end of Jerry Rice, but I mean, I played against Jerry, but he, this is tail end of his career when he was with the Seahawks, uh, as well as I had, we had Larry Fitzgerald. Um, so, I mean, that, take your pick, man. I mean, I got to play against some, <laughs> some, some dogs, even, even Santana Moss, even though I get, I get blamed yeah. for him scoring touchdowns on me and it wasn't my, it wasn't my fault, but Santana Moss was a special receiver too. And Reggie Wayne, I mean, Re- Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, those, that was a good duel too. Yeah, so for me, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say when I played. It was when I coached with the coach, and you hit the nail on the head. Uh, the Washington football team. I mean, I can't say what they used to be. Uh, but the oh, Washington did, oh, football I, team. Oh, damn, I said it wrong. Yeah. No, you, I don't think you said it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? They, they oh, okay. were the Redskins okay. at one okay. point. They were. I mean, yeah. who cares? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but now they're the commanders. But back then, uh, we coached, and it was Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, and you hit it. It was Santana Moss on the other side. And uh, one of the biggest things, and it was, and Pierre Garçon, this other one, Pierre Garçon was a rookie at that time. And so when you think about that game, it was only a preseason game, but early on that first series, because you had Peyton um, and everybody was trying to see who was going to make a play just because it's early and you know guys are going to go deep. Um, And then honestly, I think T.O.'s first time with the Eagles, like we went and played them and he's with the Eagles and he scored and he did the Ray Lewis dance. (laughs) And we were all, I mean, I'm on the Raven sideline, but I'm I'm watching T.O. Like, I mean, I, I feel you because I'm like, man, that's Terrell. Like, damn, he just killed Gary Baxter. Like, yeah. what were you mm-hmm. doing? And, and just to see him get up there and do, you know, do the whole little eagle thing. And then he did the whole race <laughs> slide. I was like, oh, yeah, this is about to be a long day. And so, like, I, I, I feel you on that, man. Like, being a player, even though you're on the field with those guys, sometimes you just sit back and you're like, man. Like, this is crazy, like, to see these guys. And another one a lot of people don't remember, uh, David Boston. Like, David Boston, yep. like, right before he took too many, like, HGH pills, like, he mm-hmm. was legit, solid, big, strong, fast. And then, of course, we all yeah. know the story about the HGH. Like, he was ahead of his time and just, you know, didn't do it right. Body couldn't hold up to what he was trying to do to it. But, yeah, he was he was another one that I loved. Uh, just It was going to be a show. It was going to be a show because he was big, strong, and he was going to do something. Uh, next one, Kirk Cousins yeah. get a lot of national attention now, and we know that. Uh, but when you look at like the national <laughs> spotlight, you talked about Kirk on the plane with his chain shirt off. Is there a quarterback mm-hmm. that you play with or you remember that you're like, man, I could I could see you know that like Kirk that that player in Kirk now, like because not Kirk before because we know Kirk was kind of like in his shell and and a little bit scared of Mike Zimmer every once in a while, but now he's kind of come out of his shell and uh, he's just being a goofball, having fun. Like, can you think of a quarterback that that reminds you of Kirk? Uh, there was a, there was a, I mean, being able to go to the Pro Bowl, I mean, you get to meet guys and understand, you know, the personalities. Um, yeah. Mike Vick, Mike Vick was phenomenal dude. Dante Culpepper was a hilarious dude, uh, as well as uh, Donovan McNabb. I didn't know it, but now I do because him and his brother have shows and stuff. But Peyton Manning, he was always kind of yeah. serious. You know, yeah. but Peyton Manning, dude, he's 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 a cool ass dude. And you know, actually, Drew Bledsoe, I actually got a ball up here. I intercepted a ball from him in practice, and I was like, "Hey, man, I need you to autograph this." And he he literally <laughs> said to Roy, 
He says, to Roy, go to hell. <laughs> That's what that boss says. <laughs> so True Blast was a good dude too. So um, yeah, those are my two things. So, and I, I don't want people to go crazy on this because I, I was going where you're going with this. Like Kirk Cousins to me, um, not not on the field because he's not Peyton Manning on the field. It's a totally different cerebral type of quarterback Peyton was. Mm-hmm. But being a coach and able, and, I, and that's where I was going to go. I, I Like being a coach with the coach, able to watch Peyton's off the field. Like super mm-hmm. funny, like started to really relax. I think, you know, as he really got a hold of the offense and, and he was in control. I mean, honestly, he was in control of it. Um, but like watching him in practice, like during like conditioning in the summer and the coaches, you know, we just stand out there. We ain't doing nothing. We just stand there and make sure our yeah. players are doing what they're supposed to do at the end of practice. But watching Peyton run, like, you know, quarterbacks, <laughs> running backs and tight ends are normally together. But Peyton would always go with the offensive lineman because he's like, I can't even keep up with the, the running backs and tight ends. And him and Jeff Saturday would always get into it over that because they would be like, how in the hell does he get to run with the lineman? And the dude is like a quarterback. Like, what are you doing? And Peyton would always just like try to like argue with Jeff Saturday while he's running though. Like, just beat me, beat mm-hmm. me, and I'll leave. If you can beat me, I'll leave. And like, it just reminds <laughs> me of like that. Like Kirk just finally like loosening up, having fun. Who cares what they think? And that's where Peyton got to when I was there. At least maybe he was always like that, but he was he was secretly funny uh, with like little weird stuff like that. Like I, I remember a guy missed the ball, uh, Ben Utek, by the way, and he ran the wrong route. Peyton threw it to him anyway because he was like, I just want him to know he ran the wrong route. So he threw it to him in practice, hit him in the back. <laughs> and then later, like as they were doing the breakdown, he was like, yeah, I hope everybody's in their playbook, especially uh, the tight end who doesn't know the plays during the week. I mean, like just little stuff like that where it's like, <laughs> you know, and everybody's laughing because they know, but it's like dry humor. Oh, I feel like that's God. where Kirk's getting now, where players are respecting them. They're mm-hmm. trusting them. They're giving them the gold chains. Uh, so it's just fun to see yeah. Kirk cut him out of, cut him out of his shell. Uh, looking at this Vikings Cowboys star-studded lineup, we already went over the names. Uh, what's a one-on-one matchup you're looking forward to this Sunday? I'm actually looking forward to um, Diggs and Jefferson, yeah, because um, I feel their skill sets. Um, I mean, they're at the they're at the top of the top. It's kind of like that Andre Risen versus Deion Sanders back in the day. You know, are yeah. Deion Sanders, Jerry Rice. So I'm I'm really looking forward to to seeing that that matchup because it can it can be real special and I'm actually it'd be nice to see um, uh, the lot the linebackers um, and actually the, the D line how they're going to handle um, um, Dalvin Cook because I mean he's yeah. running he's he's running with a, a authority and purpose and I, I'm looking forward to seeing how we match up against that, how we're going to bring him down. Because, I mean, he doesn't go down from arm tackles. So you got to put a brillo body on him. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mine's not sexy. I know people are like, oh, you know, we got the Diggs, Trayvon. I like that one, Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson. Um, here's a sneaky one, and I don't know why, but I, I really want to see this first-round pick, Tyler Smith. You got him at tackle. And then you have Zach Martin at guard. So these are two of the best offensive linemen uh, of their time right now, at least, you know, when people think about a first-round pick and then also Zach Martin, who got the money. I want to see them versus Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith. Like, that matchup mm. is going to be interesting because Zach is – Zach. Dak is a running quarterback who can run if he gets, uh, you know, too much under pressure. So it's going to be interesting to see how they attack Dak because you cannot get out of your lanes. You cannot just go crazy like he's, you know, Andy Dalton because he's not. You know, you have to 
keep him within the lanes. <laughs> not against your boy Eddie Dalton, but we know he's not running fast. Um, but you you got to keep him in the lanes. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they handle that. Because, I mean, honestly, they faced Dalton against the Saints, and it was just pin your ears back, let's go. Like, they just pinned their ears mm-hmm. back, and they went after him. Uh, Tom Brady nowadays, you can pin your ears back and get after him. Uh, even though that offense line with Tampa is finally figuring it out now, too. Uh, but there are certain quarterbacks, and you know that, there are certain quarterbacks as a safety. You yeah. could just blitz and be like, hey, he's still going to be back there by the time I get there. And then there's other guys, like you said, you know, the Michael Vicks and, and the Josh Allens, that when you go, you better go. Because if you don't get there, he's yeah. gone because you were the guy. And so Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter, they they put them on both sides sometimes and do a, a, a twist. They put them opposite each other, and they do like a wide nine, kind of just try to get that one-on-one matchup. Uh, they put Zadarius inside on guard. So, you know, Zadarius on Zach Martin. I mean, there's – it's going to be a lot. This is one of those games, and I'm excited that it's in Minnesota so I get to be down there and see it up close and and get a feel for it. But it's not sexy. But that interior, like this is where the Vikings really can show, like you said, how good they are because they're going to make it tough. And if Zeke can't go and it's Pollard, I mean, you, that's a back that's nasty and can get going fast. And so – It'll be interesting to see how they handle that. But I'm excited for this game. I'm, I'm glad I got to have my boy Roy on and talk about his Cowboys. Uh, love the man cave, by the way, man. I saw the pics. Like, that's, that's dope. You. Like, that's, that. you gave me a lot of inspiration because our basement, we just, we're about to move. Our basement's unfinished. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me see what I'm going to do in my little area. Because my wife already told me, she's like, no, just put all your stuff in your office. Like, that's where all your stuff's going. I'm like, no, I got to have one little area in the basement where I can put some of my other stuff up. But uh definitely looking forward I, I still have a roy williams rookie plaque so our our metal name plates that we got our rookie year when we went to the symposium mm. i got yours uh i got julius peppers uh i forgot who else got i think tj wow. duckett i gotta look at that but i got them in a box i've never bought them out but i'm about to go get those framed for my office so i'm at the senior jersey though man. i gotta get a i gotta get a jersey signed by you because you know you, you're big time now so i gotta i gotta do that i'm far uh, from big time but i'll get you taken <laughs> care of for sure I only, I only deal with people I know. I got Braylon Edwards. I got Spice Adams. I got Adam Thielen. So I'm only, I'm only sticking with the guys I know. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta, gotta get you uh, to get me a jersey for, for the office for the uh, Ron Johnson show. But I want to thank Roy Williams for joining me on the Ron Johnson show. Remember, you guys can check out the Minnesota football parties on Mondays and Thursdays. Thursdays, get your Vikings fixed with the Reefasan, Luke Inman, Luke Braun, Sam Ekstrom on the Locked On Sports Minnesota app. And make sure you comment, like, share, let us know what you think. Is Roy Williams right? Is this gonna be one of the best? Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson Knights we've seen back to like the Deion Sanders versus uh, Jerry Rice days. And we remember what those used to be like for all the old time fans. And you got Revis versus uh, Randy Moss. I mean, it, it has that feel where it can go down. It's going to be some back and forth plays. Let us know what you think about this game, though. Thank you. Have a great day.